Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Gina, creator and host of Feminine Roadmap Podcast, the podcast that is designed to have real talk around all things midlife and strategies to help us live a more vibrant second half. It is my deepest desire to help other people shift the conversation toward empowerment, toward vibrancy, toward excitement about what life has for us and what we can bring to the world, how we can each individually shine our light. So I invite you to grab a cup of something wonderful to join me each week or when you can and join me in my living room to have these conversations. And if you are enjoying this, please take the time to subscribe wherever you listen, rate my podcast, and share the episodes that help you, the episodes that encourage you. Let's build this community together. Welcome to my tribe. I'm so grateful you're here. Hello, Feminine Roadmappers. It is Gina here with Feminine Roadmap Podcast, the podcast that helps you navigate the challenge and the changes of midlife and to live a more vibrant second half. Today, we are going to be talking about asking for what you want. And I have to tell you that I'm all by myself in my recording area, and I found out that Zoom has backgrounds (laughs) and these things that you can put on your face. So right now, I want you to know that I am recording this podcast as a pirate. I have a hat and an eye patch. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. I don't know. I'm just sitting here alone doing this podcast for you guys. And every time I move my body quickly, the hat hops. It's awesome. So I am coming to you as Pirate Gina today to talk about (laughs) asking for what you want, because clearly I'm entertained by this. Maybe I can take a picture so you guys can really appreciate what you're missing. Because you see, 
this is pretty darn awesome, no matter how you think about it. <laughs> I will post that on my stories. Maybe I should be more argy. What do you think? Should I do something that's a little bit more like, you know, piratey? What is a pirate? Well, that's my best, that's my best pirate. So there it is. Hang on a second. So anyway, back to the regular programming. Now that I've completely entertained myself, you know, sometimes when you sit here on Zoom and you're by yourself, I guess I never thought about entertaining myself because it popped up this screen, you know, and it was like, check your audio recordings. And it was like, fix your background. But here's the problem. I may have to be a pirate for the rest of my life because I have no idea how to undo this. <laughs> so I might actually be a pirate the next time I talk to somebody on Zoom. So there's that. <laughs> but why not? It's my alter ego. It's my alter ego. <laughs> anyway, back to what we're talking about today. It has been three months, I believe, since I have done a solo podcast. Um, I've had an, an amazing list of guests that I have really enjoyed. And I thought I would pop in real quick and just have a chat with you guys. One of the things that's kind of been on my mind has been asking for what you want. You know, it's interesting. My daughters are going through a transition between jobs and choosing to move in a more creative direction. And we've talked a lot about asking for what you want, making sure that you are speaking your truth and not being afraid, you know, to use your voice. And they're grown women. So it's one of those conversations that we have as women, not necessarily mother and daughter. And I find that a lot of us as women have spent a lot of time maybe wanting to ask for what we want, but being afraid to ask for what we want, or maybe we don't know what we want. So depending on where you find yourself on this spectrum, I was thinking about the fact that Speaking our mind is one thing, but asking for what you want is another. So I'm, I'm separating these ideas to if, if I'm speaking my mind, my opinion, my thoughts on something, that's one thing. But being able to say that this is what I need right now is asking for what you want. And I have found that when we do ask for what we want, often we get closer to what we want because um, sometimes people are surprised that you ask for what you want. And sometimes people just don't know what we want. And most of us are thinking about ourselves and our needs and not other people. So I find it's really helpful to identify what it is that we want. So I have a little framework to kind of talk about what it is that we want. So this is a communication tool. This is a skill that we can develop, even if it's something we've never been particularly good at. So when we understand what it is that we want, that's our first step. We need to be aware of what it is that we really want. We need to have clarity around what it is that we want. It could be in a relationship. It could be in a specific situation like work. Maybe you're dealing with a customer service issue and you're trying to get the care for your car or yourself or a family member that you need. And trying to figure out how to communicate that. And if we have clarity on what it is that we want, often as we communicate that clarity to other people, it's easier for them, number one, to give us what we want. And it's easier, number two, to stay focused and achieve what it is that we want. For example, when my mother-in-law was still living, we were trying to stay on top of her 
UTIs. And I was working on partnering with her doctor's office to get what I needed to stay on top of that. And there was something that came along that I needed from them and they weren't returning my calls. They just didn't return my calls. And I'd leave a message and they'd say they would return it 24 hours and they'd never return it. And after I did that twice, I just drove a couple of cities over and walked into the office and basically stood there for almost an hour until they gave me what I wanted. And I had clearly told them what I wanted and they were giving it to me. And it was something, it wasn't even that hard of a thing, but they were putting me off and I needed what I needed. So I found that I needed to stand there and just check in. She's like, oh, you know, you can leave and we'll call you. I said, well, I've called you twice and nobody has called me back. So I'm not going to leave until you give me what I need. The poor girl was the receptionist, was kind of stressed out. I'm a tall person and I was standing. So I'm 5'11 and I'm standing and I won't leave. And it's a very small room. Eventually they gave me what I wanted. And after that, I had no trouble getting what I needed from them. They knew who I was. They didn't forget me. I would walk in to get the lab slip and they would be like, oh, you're here for Margaret. Let me grab that for you. Because they understood that I wasn't rude and I wasn't unkind, but I was firm about the fact that you are not providing the care that my mother-in-law needs, and I will not leave until you provide that care that we need, period. And so that was asking for what I wanted. We really actually needed it, but it was also, I wanted them to understand that I was going to be an advocate for her, and if they did not choose to honor her and care for and respond to her needs, that I would be the one to walk in and stand in front of them until they did what was their job to do. And so I found over the years, especially somehow past like my late 40s, I just have I've always been very outspoken about my opinions and what I think. That has not really been a problem for me. As a matter of fact, it's probably more of a problem that I do it, rather a problem of not being able to do it. I've had to learn to not say what I think. (laughs) But when it comes to asking for what I want, that was more difficult for me. I found myself always yielding, always, um, you know, deferring to other people or not wanting to, you know, I'll wait, we'll see what happens, that kind of a thing. And so sometimes when we become clear on what it is that we want from another situation or another person or within a relationship, It's important that we communicate that clearly and with a certain firmness, but it doesn't have to be, this is the key. It doesn't have to be angry. It doesn't have to be manipulative, passive aggressive, emotional, any of that. This is where I would like to say that when we ask for what we want to stand firmly in our confidence, in our clarity on what we want and communicating it in a clear, concise way with firmness, but not necessarily with an attitude. And, and I think as we stand in our own power like that, we will find that we will have better results because sometimes it just doesn't happen because nobody says anything and nobody's thinking about it that way except for us. So that was just the thing that was on my mind about that is we have to have clarity on what we want. Then we need to have the confidence to speak that clarity, to communicate that need in a way that is heard clearly. You know, sometimes I feel like I'll be talking about something 
And then somehow I'm switching gears so fast that my family's like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Well, we were just talking about this and now you're talking about that because I get to move in real fast in my brain. And so I think staying on the topic, you know, is really helpful and knowing what the key need is and just specifically asking for that. And it's really interesting. So I have a, a good example from the recent situation with both of my daughters and their job situation. They worked at the same place. Um, the shop was being sold and there was a new owner coming in, but there wasn't communication from their current boss about the new situation. And we figured out that he had kind of muddled up the communication process and they had no idea when their job was going to end, if it was going to end, they didn't know anything about the situation and they couldn't find out. And the new owners, we found out later, were kind of trying to wait for the, the handover from the current owner and he wasn't doing it. And so we had a discussion at home and the girls and I were talking and I was like, hey, you know, you have a right to ask the questions of this new owner who is going to be taking over, you know, will you have a job? What are their expectations? What's going on? I said, you know, I would encourage you to just reach out and clearly communicate your questions and find out what it is. And, and what they wanted in that moment was clarity on their situation. And so they ended up individually emailing the new owner and finding out what the real situation was. And in doing that, they got clarity, were able to communicate to the rest of their team what was coming up so that their, the rest of their team could take action based on, you know, are they taking applications? When are the applications due? But my girls were very clear about what they wanted, the information that they needed to make decisions in their lives going forward. And what ended up happening is, you know, it opened up the communication and it calmed the confusion going on because they chose to ask for what they wanted in that situation to speak up and ask the questions that they actually had a right to ask. And then it clarified the confusion that was happening from their cur the current owner to the new owners. Now the new owners have taken over and my girls are there as advocates for the new owner. She will call them and ask them to come in and help sometimes. And so it just really helped their relationship with their team, then with this new owner, and just the ability to have the integrity to speak up and ask those mature questions. And she really appreciated that fact. And the fact that my girls asked for what they wanted from her allowed this whole situation to diffuse that the, their past boss was creating. And so sometimes asking for what we want isn't like, I, you know, an item that you want or a situation. Sometimes it's information, asking for what you want, not waiting for someone else to give you something, but stepping up and having the courage to say, I need to know this. This is information that I need from you. And so thinking about asking for what you want in terms of um, clarity in, in a situation, in a job, in a relationship, it's interesting how um, we feel afraid that something negative is going, going to happen. There's these stories that we have that as women, if we speak up, that we are going to be thought of in a bad way. Oh, she's pushy. She's loud. She's bossy. She's whatever. 
and learning to shed those things. And I think it naturally comes in midlife where we get kind of over it with things. It seems like most of the women that I know, uh, they're kind of done with that. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't creep into your mind. So I just thought, you know what, how can we encourage one another to step into that place of confidence and communicate in a way that's respectful, but firm, respectful of us and respectful of the people that we're talking to and consistently showing up as that person with that clarity, not like backing off and stepping in and then disappearing and then being aggressive but really stepping in with that consistency of character and integrity so that people understand where our boundaries are. And when we need something, we feel confident to step into that and ask for what we need. It's very often the case that we feel afraid of what people think. I find that there's a lot that we bypass because we don't speak up. So today I just wanted to touch on the idea that it's okay to speak our mind and ask for what we want. I don't know about you, but I feel like communication is one of those things that we we can always improve on. You know, if you're like me and you're an over communicator, my communication work is to clarify, maybe say less <laughs> than I want to say or have safe settings where I can orally process to work through things until I have the clarity that I need with people that will understand that this is just me working through it out loud because that's my best form of working through problems. And for other people who might be more, I like to think it through or write it down or do whatever, you know, finding the tool that helps you get the clarity on what it is that you want. And I think what we want sometimes changes as we go through the different seasons of our lives. You know, one of the things that's been on my mind as well is, you know, when you're in a marriage for a long time, it's so easy to fall into that, you know, that role of we know each other so well that we kind of assume that we know everything about our partners or about our friends even long-term relationships, we do know a lot about the people that we're in long-term relationships with, but we're all growing and changing. So I think in relationships, learning to be able to ask for what we want and do it in a way that isn't selfish necessarily, but really having good conversations in our relationships, find out what your partner wants, what your close friends want, maybe the family members that you're in close relationship with what it is that they want so that you can have this conversation where both people have the opportunity to speak their truth and to ask for what they want so that there can be growth and more maturity in the relationship. I know in caregiving, one of the things that I wanted was more support from my husband's brothers for his mom and asking for what we wanted in that was very challenging because my husband had was struggling. He he was willing to just bear the brunt, but it was costing us too much emotionally. And I think sometimes we need to ask for help. So when maybe not just asking for what you want, but you may want help, you may need help, and it's okay to ask for help. Sometimes diverse, diversifying the responsibilities, right? Spreading it out so that everybody has a little piece 
And maybe in that process, letting go of the need to have everything be the way we think it should be and thinking more globally about what's going on and how those things getting taken care of and taking some of it off of our plate is actually more important than the how it gets done. And so sometimes what we need is help. Sometimes what we want is to stop doing something. It's not always an adding sometimes. Sometimes it's subtractive. Sometimes it is saying to someone, I want to help, but this is all I can do. Setting those boundaries. And asking for what we want is a boundary setting thing. It is actually saying that here's here's what I'm willing to do, not willing to do. This is what I need to move forward in, in that total context. And having the confidence to know that there may be pushback, but that doesn't mean you back down necessarily. You know, you could compromise if you want to. You can negotiate if you want to, or you can stand your ground. and get what you want. I have been racking my brains because recently, just like in the last two weeks, I had a situation where I just said what I wanted. And it was, for the life of me, I cannot remember, but I do remember looking at my husband and saying, I asked for what I wanted and by golly, I got it. How about that? <laughs> and, I, and for the life of me, I can't remember what the situation was, but it was something where I just had decided, you know what? I'm going to say, this is what I need. This is what I want. And I got it. And so confidence is a huge piece. And I keep coming back to the confidence because if we waffle, if we're not convicted on this idea of what we want, if we're not clear and, and we don't have the conviction, that's what we really want. It's going to be hard to get what we want. And sometimes what we want is a break. Sometimes what we want is support. Sometimes what we want is help. Sometimes what we want, like in my situation, is is cooperation from another person to move forward towards something. And I think that all of those things are appropriate and acceptable. And if we as women can encourage one, one another that it's okay to speak your truth and ask for what you want and what you need. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to set boundaries and move through the world in a way that's in alignment with your needs and your wants. Because like I was talking about relationships, we grow and change, right? You and I do. Well, so do the people around us. So some of the rules that maybe we've lived by or some of the assumptions that maybe we've lived by are no longer relevant to our current situation, right? Because not only are we changing, but the people around us are changing, situations are changing, conversations um, and the way we communicate changes, the way we think about things could even be changing. The things we hold dear to might be shifting a little bit. We might have a greater understanding about people and circumstances that are causing us to look at things differently. And we don't always communicate those things to people. You know, and sometimes have you ever had a conversation with someone, you know, really well, and they'll make a statement. You're just so surprised. You're so caught off guard by what they say. You're like, oh, oh, really? That's how you feel about that? And, And it opens up the conversation to, oh, wow. Okay. You hear their process of growth, their process of change, and it broadens your understanding of that person. And it helps you keep context on them properly. Right. Because 
that's one of the challenges of being in a long-term relationship of any kind, whether it's a marriage or a friendship or whatever. We, it's easier if we just think we understand them and know them and everything about them. And then we begin to feel like we know their motives and their intentions. And we may have our finger on part of that pulse, but we never 100% know what another person is thinking and, and uh, feeling. And so learning to communicate clearly and consistently what it is that we want so that we can keep our relationships open and moving forward is so, so important. Having adult daughters, that's something that I work on is having that open communication. I try to communicate with them about um, them asking for what they want, even with me, because I'm mom. It's hard for them sometimes to speak their um, their wants to me because they don't, you know, they're like, I know that I can, I know that you'll listen, but sometimes you're mom, you're still mom. And, and so trying to navigate through me empowering my daughters to ask for what they want, but in our relationship, as well as in their relationship with each other, and they're out in the work world and everything else. My oldest daughter is an artist and is taking that art into tattooing, and she's very gifted at it. So we're having this conversation about when you're building a business and asking for what you want, you need to value the work that you do. And I went through this as a makeup artist in your pricing for what you do. So if anybody out there is building a business, your pricing is a reflection of your confidence in some ways, not that you overprice, but underpricing is not a way of honoring your customer or yourself. And so we have these conversations about asking for what she wants in terms of the time, the product that she uses, the prep work she has to do to clean the station, to clean the area. It's like super extensive. And she has all of these things she had to do legally and fill out the paperwork and and the business end, the money that she spends, you know, and I'm saying, hey, it's okay for you to price something in a way that supports your business. So you can pay the business side and pay yourself. That's asking for what you want. If you have a service that you offer to people asking for what you want in income, you know, the dollar to the service is another area of asking for what you want, communicating with clarity and confidence the value of what you do. And people will buck sometimes. People have their money stories, but there's, there is someone out there that will pay you what you're worth if you have something that you're doing yourself, like whether it's art or coaching or uh, quilting or knitting, or I don't know what it is you could be doing. It could be candy making. Understanding that your value can be communicated through a price point in a way to ask for what you want, and you will find the audience, the client that is willing to pay you what you're worth. And so, we've had a lot of conversations in our house, in our family, about asking for what you want. And it's really interesting to see the empowerment and the growth that my girls have at their age that. I've tried to take the wisdom of my years and knowing that they have their own journey to go on, but sharing my learning, my failings, my successes, so that they can see the value in asking for what they want in a way that's in alignment with them. Because at the end of the day, 
this may sound selfish, but if you don't take care of yourself and your boundaries, nobody else is going to do it for you. And if you don't know me well, I am a woman of faith. And I believe that we need to show up in the world with integrity, that there, sh- that there needs to be grace and there needs to be mutual understanding and there needs to be truth. In, did I say integrity? <laughs> you know, and so I try to live that way in the world. So when I approach asking for what I want, I try to keep those values in place. And I've really prayed about and thought about, you know, what is it that I really want? I journal about it and I get clarity on it. And sometimes we don't have what we want because we don't ask. You know, there's a Bible verse that says you do not have because you do not ask. Now, I'm not applying that to all worldly things, money, cars, houses. I'm just talking about our our basic interactions with people. And even in a job situation, when I was still working in the beauty industry, I was very clear about what it is that I wanted to do. In the end, I did not get what I wanted. I got to do some of what I wanted, but the shifts and changes in the company, there wasn't room for me to do that. And so I chose to take a different direction. But in doing that, I realized what it was that I really wanted out of life. And I'm still on that journey. And if, as I round up this short chat with you guys, I want to encourage you to take some time and figure out the life that you live. What do you love about the life that you live? If there's anything you'd want to change, and most of us have something, what would that look like? What would your relationships look like? What would your job situation look like? What, where would you like to live? Like all that kind of stuff. If, if you want to go through all of those exercises, but just really getting an understanding of where you're at and then being honest with yourself on the things that are things that need to change. And if another person's in, involved, then have that conversation about what it is that you want. Because sometimes we're just that question away from the thing that we want. And often you ask the question and you'll be surprised at the yes that comes your way. I really wish I could remember that situation. Of course, as soon as I hit uh, stop record, I'm sure it'll pop into my brain, but that's okay. It's really interesting, this journey that midlife is and all the people that I get to talk to on the podcast. And then of course, my friends, they're all midlife. There's a lot of us coming to that place of just kind of being tired of yielding and, you know, putting ourselves aside. And we're just looking for more of that balance. A lot of us are looking for more of that balance and being confident. And so I wanted to encourage you, if you find yourself in that place, please be encouraged that you have um, your worth, that thing that you want. I don't know how long it'll take you to get it. I would encourage you not to give up. Keep clarity on the situation. And um, I want to thank you for being here and just chatting with me today. I hope you grabbed a cup of something wonderful. And I hope this has been an encouragement to you. I do want to let you know that I have I have an online course that I've prepared called Your Midlife Masterpiece Plan. I spent hours preparing and I'm taking the things that I coach people on and the things that I myself have done. And I created a seven week or a seven lesson curriculum, depending on how fast you want to go through it with a workbook that helps you figure out these things that we're talking about so that you can move forward and begin to accomplish and achieve 
the things you want in creating a life that you want to live. And so if you head over to www.feminineroadmap.com, there is a link to the course at the top of the page, just under my banner. I'd love to have you check that out. It is a labor of love. It is also tried and tested in my life and in other people's lives. And it's an ongoing journey. And so I want to thank you guys again for being a part of my tribe. If you want to join my tribe, if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, this would be technology issues I can't totally figure out. I uh, called my tech guy, my husband, and he was able to figure out how to get the subscribe on the page, but it's at the very, very bottom. You get to pass my picture and my bio and it's down there. Uh, So there's still some glitches. It's not sending out the free thing. Uh, so I apologize for that, but I am trying to figure out the technology end of things as we go along, but I would love to have you join my tribe, subscribe, rate, share this podcast. It is my joy to be here with you. And I look forward to sharing more people with you in the weeks to come. I have a couple of great guests coming up. So stay tuned, my friends. Thank you for being a part of my tribe. Thank you for uh, letting me serve you in this way. And as always, if you have any questions, any topics you want me to cover, I will shout you out on the podcast. If you email me at our tribe at feminineroadmap.com and uh, let me know what you're thinking. All right, my friends, you have a wonderful, wonderful week and I'll talk to you again next Monday. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.